0: Today on episode 351 of the Computer Tutor podcast, we're talking about a scam that has one part to it that can make it sound very convincing. Welcome to another episode of the Computer Tutor tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro, without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Well, good morning, and welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And when we talk about computer stuff, the whole point is to make it easy to understand. So none of that techie computer language, just regular English here. This past week, I did some more solid-state drive upgrades for clients. And if your computer is still using that old-fashioned spinning disk drive, you have no idea what you're missing. I'm talking you could do a full restart, and it's back up and running and online ready to go in less than 30 seconds. For some people's computer, before I did this, They could tell it to restart, and then they go and have lunch and come back, and it might be ready. Well, that's like caveman computing. So if you want to speed up your computer like you would not believe, just give me a call at 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 351. So let's get started. By now, I know a lot of people have gotten pretty good at spotting a scam email when it comes in. I've talked a lot about scams here on the podcast, so hopefully you won't get suckered into one. I mean, if nothing else, just the poor English and grammatical errors are usually enough to make it pretty obvious. I've said for a long time, if the scammers who are non-English speaking would just spend a few bucks to hire an actual English speaking person who knows proper sentence structure... And have that person write the email, they would probably increase their success rate pretty dramatically. Obviously, if you get an actual email, supposedly from Bank of America, and it says, your account is under a big suspicion, kindly log in with your password here to confirm your accurate identity. Well, you know, it's clearly a fake. For some reason, they always have to include the word kindly. I've always found that interesting. Anyway, yes, there are a certain percentage who still fall for that, but for the most part, people are pretty aware of those and they just delete them. But you know, those scammers are always trying to think of some new way to trick people into believing, and they've come up with something now that people are definitely falling for. I get calls pretty regularly from my clients who receive this email. The basic content of the email is pretty common. The scammer says that he has planted a virus on your computer which monitors the websites you visit, and it takes control of your webcam. So he took a video of you visiting a porn website, and if you don't pay him, he'll take that video and send it to all of your friends and family and coworkers. since he also has your email contacts list. So all of that information is pretty routine for a scam email. But he has one other little bit of information about you. He has your password. In fact, he says, I know your password is, and then he tells you your actual password or one of the passwords that you use. So now you're thinking, wait a minute. I thought this guy was just spouting nonsense, but that's my actual password. How did he get that? Is this whole thing true? Does he actually have a video of me and he's going to send it to all my friends and family? What do I do? And that's the reaction that a lot of people have. I mean, If this guy has your actual password, isn't that proof that he's for real? But that's the exact response they're looking for. They specifically put your password in that email in order to make it sound much more legitimate. Like they've really hacked into your computer and recorded a video of you on your webcam. So obviously the next question that comes to mind immediately is, how does this scammer have my password? And that makes sense that people would think that. But that's not the most important question to be asking. We'll get to the most important one in just a minute. So how did he get your password? Well, you've seen in the news about when big companies get hacked and their databases get compromised or stolen. It happened to Target, and it's happened to Yahoo several times. One reason to never use Yahoo email. They have no idea how to keep your information secure, but that's a separate story. Anyway, let's say a hacker gets into the Yahoo servers, and he grabs user info for thousands or hundreds of thousands of people who use Yahoo. He now has an email address, and he has the password associated with that email address. And he has many of them. What can he do with that information? Well, in a lot of cases, he just takes that whole database and puts it up for sale in the black market. And of course, he sells it again and again to different people. And now many hackers have your email address and the password associated with it. So the first thing a lot of them will do is just to try to log into your Yahoo email account. That's why when a company gets hacked, the first thing they tell you to do is go in and change your password. But some hackers and scammers will instead send out that email message to all of the email accounts in that database and put that password in the email, hoping that just 1% of the recipients believes it and gets scared and pays. And it's in the thousands of dollars that they ask for. I won't read you the whole text of the email, but you can see it on my website at computertutorflorida.com slash 351. But let's get back to what I mentioned earlier. What's the real question you should be asking here? Well, that question is this. What other online accounts of mine are set up with that same password? Because I know from experience, a lot of people have one password that they use repeatedly. Or they might take that one password and add the number one to the end, as if the hacker's password software would never think of that clever added security. So if you use that password in that one account at that company that got hacked, do you have the same password other places, such as your online bank account, your 401k, your PayPal account, Or your other email accounts? If you do, you need to go in and change that password in every one of them immediately. This is a textbook case of why you should never use the same password more than once. And again, in order to make this a whole lot easier for you to have safe, secure passwords, I highly recommend LastPass. That's at lastpass.com. I've set this up for a lot of clients, and I can do it remotely. So if you need help with that, just let me know. And on my other podcast right now, I have a really crazy story from a lady named Leslie. I'll just tell you this much. It involves a flood, two little dogs, a jet ski, and an explosion. Oh, and Leslie hair catches on fire at some point, too. You can hear Leslie tell me that whole story on my other podcast, which is called What Was That Like?, you can listen to it on any podcast app, or you can just go to the website and listen to it at whatwasthatlike.com slash 56. And can I ask you to do me a favor? Whenever you buy something on Amazon, please use this link, which is my affiliate link, computertutorflorida.com slash shop. Whatever you buy is the same exact price anyway, but by going through that link, it means Amazon will kick me over a little referral fee just for sending you there. So that's how you can support this podcast, and it doesn't even cost you anything. And you know, if you want to, you can contact me. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line. That number is 727-386-9468, and anytime, day or night, leave a recorded message. And that'll do it for this episode, but I'll be back here in two weeks with another computer tip. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. You know what I really hate? People who answer their own questions.